all to my name I had to spend two went and got me a drink at the store for more for a box of squares I seen a fine bitch I had to stop and stare it was hot and she was walking in the scorching sun I said get in put it girl I don't want you to bun she said she lived cross town and needed a ride I would have took her but this gas is too high I kept flipping yeah, I kept dipping I can't be wasting my time Went to the tray for a dime, nah, I got a dollar left, might as well give it to somebody else, I can help, tried to hand it to a brother, he said, man, I want to give me more than this, brother, but the almighty dollar, it ain't what it used to be, hobos used to ask you for a dollar, now the motherfuckers ask you for three, the almighty dollar, well, that's what they used to say. One dollar used to be a whole lot, but it's hardly worth shit today. Welcome back to the Why So Serious Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. We got our regular team back together finally. Mike decided to show back up for work, and Devin's here as well, out in Los Angeles, enjoying the sunlight, quarantining in the sunlight. What's going on, fellas? Chilling, chilling. We also have... uh, the sister of our show, who hasn't been on for a long time because she's so busy and doing so many crazy shit. We have Charmaine <laughs> from Blurred Comics and the Militantly Mixed Podcast and a million other things that she's going to talk about today. What's going on, Charmaine? Oh, same old, busy all the time. Miss you guys, though. Yes, we do miss you. And we also have um, Charmaine's new business partner with their new... Um, Venture that we're going to be talking about very shortly. We got Byron. What's ow, going on, ow, Byron? ow. <laughs> Welcome, Byron. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's going Listen on? Listen to my man's voice, though. First of all, yeah, like first of all, <laughs> this is not a State Farm commercial, sir. You need to, you need to keep that. Uh, keep uh, I got to get okay, Byron okay, on when okay. we review some black exploitation movies because that's just perfect. Right. It is perfect. Definitely. That's what we can do. You know, <laughs> you know, I went to film school and I focused on poor taste cinema. Brandon, we mean poor taste cinema. That's what it was called. <laughs> it was Are my, you my, yeah. I took classes in poor taste cinema. I had black exploitation classes. I had Russ Meyer class. Russ All kind of like. Russ why do you call why? Best. Why do you call racism on that though? That's fucking crazy. Russ Meyer. I mean, well, Russ Meyer I mean, ain't black. He just loved big ass titties. Yeah. And all those movies were written by Roger Ebert. No, they weren't. Oh, wow. Really? Google it. Google it. <laughs> That's wild. All right. So we're back. Um, at the end of the show. Brandon, 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 break it down. First, tell tell people we just made history today by just even starting this and we're going to Facebook Live. Tell people that shit. You know, I mean, you got me they don't care. They li- the people who are me. listening to this. Oh, yeah, they are listening live. So what, we shit, on shit. Live. They already know we're on Facebook Live. God <laughs> damn it. No, but we, are... we made fucking we made fucking history we today, Grandin, and fucking let. We didn't make oh, all right. Yes, all right. Devin, Never. y'all did something no one's ever done before. You face no. Lives. I'm saying we for the show for the show. Our the our show. viewers, our listeners. Golly, you know what? Well, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look at Instagram. Fuck y'all. Uh, at the end of the show, this makes for We're gonna talk about some this new thing that Mike wants to do, which I think is pretty cool. Um, 
that we need to work on. Uh, that'll probably be out in a month or so because we got a storyboard and everything. But Mike has this crazy idea because he's a nerd that he wants to tell a story with a bunch of characters from a bunch of different universes that he wrote during <laughs> quarantine because he's bored as hell. So we'll talk about that at the end of the show. But before we start the show, um, one of the big reasons why we have Charmaine back on this week particularly is because, Charmaine, tell the people why. So we officially are able to be 100% out of the closet about our new business venture, Gulf Coast Cosmos Comic Book Co. My business partner here, Byron, and I are opening a comic book shop in Houston. We're going to start online, though, because, you know, the Rona. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're out here trying to get the word out so people start supporting us. So we got a fundraiser going, and we want everybody to support us in, in, uh, in Houston when we get out there. So what made y'all start this, uh, go about this venture of uh, opening up a comic book store, uh, and specifically in Houston, given that you're out in California right now? Byron? Well, uh, so we got to go all the way back to when Charmaine and I met, and that's how we connected. We like just, you know, talked about a lot of stuff that we liked and had in common. And one of the things that we had in common was like comic books. And we always used to like talk about, you know, stuff that we wanted to do after we finished business school. And one of the things we talked about was, you know, having a comic book store. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be dope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. So um, the opportunity came for me uh, to to launch a to launch a business. And one of the one of the first things that I thought about was a comic book store uh, in the in the community that uh, the opportunity manifested itself in uh, is uh, it's a neighborhood a community in Houston called Third Ward. If y'all know anything about Houston, uh, we have areas of, of of the city that are divided by wards, and Third Ward is one of the more um, popular uh, areas of the city. Um, and so when I thought about it, I was like, you know what, it would be dope to have like a comic book store in Third Ward because they're geographically, there's no comic book stores in a lot of the black and brown areas of the city. So it just made sense. And so I was like, you know what, I gotta, I, I can't be like a, a company of one. And the first person that I thought of was my girl, Maine. And so I hit her up and I was like, Maine, so guess what we finna do? <laughs> we finna have a comic, we finna open up a comic book store. And she was like, fuck yeah, rest is history. I mean, I'm I'm a nomad anyway. My since <laughs> Like we've lived in the last 20 years, we've lived in Sacramento, California, Davis, California, Austin, Texas. Boston, Porterville, California, which was horrible, and um, and LA, and now <laughs> and now we're ready to now we're ready to head back to, to Texas. I always tell myself I'm not going back to Texas, but Texas always brings me back. This will be the third time I end up moving back to Texas, and in, in the last few months alone, I've discovered that that's actually my ancestral home. So um, I'm I'm just so come on back. 
the ancestors are trying to get me back in. in uh, come again? Come again? Why, why is the ancestors <laughs> in? Come again. Um, why, why is that? My people are the are um are of of Galveston. Uh, oh, okay. Saved. Oh, oh. So. all right. I'm gonna go back on me because that that was a oh, oh yeah. I, I'm mm-hmm. not surprised Charmaine knows that though. That is, that's the <laughs> least surprising thing I've heard all day. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's super dope, man. We have a friend of the show, Lauren from the Two Woke Girls podcast. I think right, right. She lives right around the third ward too. So I, I she does. She so, lives in the third ward. And she does like a lot of activist work there and things like that. She's really big yep. in the community. So I'll reach out to her. Oh, she says she's five minutes away from the third ward. Lauren just texted me. She says she's in the medical she's five center minutes. area. So she's yeah. not far from the, Yeah. Yeah. Medical center is right a hop, skip, and a jump from third ward. The one thing about third ward, because I so I grew up on the north side of Houston, I grew up in Greenspoint. But my dad had a business and his uh, a lot of his clients were in third ward. So I spent a lot of my free time when I was a kid, like, you know, hanging around my daddy and whatnot. And we used to, like, always do stuff in third ward. The tray is something serious. When you talk about, like, black excellence and black history and black culture, mm-hmm. you're talking about third ward. Yeah. So for me, it just makes sense to have, you know, blurred culture, you know, added into the mix. And for me, like growing up in Long Beach, I've, I've told the story, I think even on this show before that, like you could in, in 90 in the early 90s, you couldn't be a black nerd and be mm-hmm. out, out about it, you know. And it's crazy because in hindsight, like as an adult, I'm now learning that all these people I was friends with also were reading comics, but we were all reading comics in secret. And in Long Beach, <laughs> in Long Beach, where I used to get my books, were on a spinner rack at a Korean liquor store, and she didn't want any of us in there. She always wanted us to get our shit and go. And if we were lucky, you'd get X Men, Spider Man, Batman, Superman, and then some other random. You know, like you wouldn't get, you'd only get kind of the major books. You wouldn't get anything. You couldn't browse. Um, so pretty much, it was it was snatch what you can get, put it in your bag, make sure no one sees you, and go home. And <clears throat> Part of why I always wanted to have a comic book store is because I wanted to build a space where, you know, as as blurred culture becomes more embraced, that we could actually go and feel comfortable in our nerddom, but also see ourselves. Focus. Yeah, community, our yeah. Community is things. everything, right? Yeah, right. and um, and people like us are in a position to find comic book creators that look like us, who tell stories about people that are like us. And in addition to the majors, it's not like we won't have the majors, obviously we wouldn't, we wouldn't survive without them. But, yeah. um, but if you can walk through a bookstore and see a section that is dedicated to people that look like you when you haven't had that experience before, you know, white people get that all the time. We don't get that. Um, right. I, you know, I work here in LA, I work at Pulp Fiction Comics and, um, and we have a whole section now. And part of that has to do with my boss's willingness and openness to be like, what's underrepresented? What do you, what do you want to see in this store? I want to see black people. All right. Now we got a local black section of comic book creators that are just here in town. Um, that shit makes me so happy every time. It's also very queer friendly space. So we have a whole section, the queer section and stuff like that. Um, and in getting a chance to do that for ourselves, Byron and I, one, having a partner to do this <laughs> makes, <laughs> like, makes so much of a difference because I've been alone in a lot of my endeavors for a long time. And, um, and to just have someone that, that I can hive mind with 
makes me feel like this is actually going to be something good for for the community. And even though it's not the community I grew up in, it is a community very like where I grew up. And so I feel like I will be giving back to places like where I grew up and where I come from in being able to go out there. So I can't, I mean, I can't wait. And I've been out there before and it's great and I can't wait. I just can't wait. We fed her will. Yes, that was the problem. So all my all my uh, vegetarian shit went right out the window the second I got off that plane. Uh, I've been working my way back ever since. And luckily, there's a I hear there's uh, some some vegan spots really close by where oh, yeah. we're opening shop out. So hopefully I can get it back. Yeah. But I mean, barbecue has always been my uh, my kryptonite. <laughs> So how did y'all come up with the name? So Gulf Coast Cosmos, actually, that was my idea. I came up with Gulf Coast Cosmos because um, I've seen a lot of the comic book stores um, in here in 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 Houston, and it just they they seem really cool, but they didn't speak to they didn't speak to us. Us. So um, I thought of the idea of a universe, a cosmos is like an organized universe and it is more inclusive of everything in what a universe is. And of course, you know, we're on the Gulf Coast. So boom, Gulf Coast cosmos. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I like the color scheme. Man, y'all, okay, so we got to give a huge shout out to the graphic designer. Uh, his name is James E. Walker. He did that shit. I mean, he came up with like all of these different designs and whatnot. And we're like, okay, yes to this, hell no to that. Yes to this, maybe to that. I mean, it just, and just walked us like through the process of like what was in our heads, like what we envision like our style and the look of the design to be and that was the end result yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty dope so when do you, as you can see when do y'all expect to go live uh the uh the website uh we are launching first this is phase one uh so our, our website launch is august 15th so what is that next saturday yeah and then we're yeah, going to open exactly. the physical space in 2021. It's just a combination of the Rona and me getting there um, to, to make it happen. Uh, in the meantime, though, we are doing a mini fundraiser to kind of help finalize the last bits of the web store. Um, we're doing that through. Uh, we're doing that through custom ink right now. So we have a little link that you can go to and either buy T-shirts and or just donate because that's that's an option there too um the link so will be in the bio of this at the end um but uh definitely uh, i bought a t-shirt i can't wait to get it it comes in a bunch of different colors too which is cool because now i might have to buy like multiple colors of the t-shirt <laughs> um but yeah that link is going to be in the bio definitely support that oh hold on we got breaking news <laughs> You like that, don't you, Devin? You like that. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm so, uh, Marvel has announced that uh, Captain Marvel 2 is going to be directed by Nia DaCosta, the black woman that's doing the new Candyman movie. Oh. Yeah. That is cool. So, that's pretty awesome. So, 
She got can- Candyman hasn't even come out yet, so it must be a lot of good buzz about how well she did about that, how well she did that to get uh, a Marvel movie. So that's I'm pretty super awesome. Excited. That means I expect to see Monica Rambo in that film now Hopefully. as well. Definitely, but she's gonna be in uh, WandaVision, so that's putting her in the universe with my girl. Tiana yeah, and Paris. it's gonna be played by Tiona Paris, which is on the very tippy tippy top, high up yes, on my list. Me too, very high up on my list. <laughs> I, I didn't even know she was on my list until she's y'all told me her name, and then yeah. I and I googled her. And I, I like, saw her on If Beale Street Should Talk, and I'm like, am I supposed to be looking at her like this in this film? It's too serious. I mean, yeah. it's the only reason it's why weird. I got through Chir- Chirac was because of that really long walk and that green outfit from one side. Oh shit! See, I didn't even realize. Thank you. Yes, Chirac was a good movie. What happened to Byron? Yeah. I don't know. I must message him. I think he. I think something happened. Um, uh, when Byron's not here, can I? Am I the only one that needs that man to do some voiceover work on something black? Yeah, he should be uh, a ton of money doing voiceover. Uh, yeah, like, like that money. shit. We need big him money on some freelance websites or something for that voice. Cause yeah, Lee, I was just like, well, he not John Stewart, but uh, he could definitely uh, be John show, doing the, What they call it on like the Magic ninety, like the Magic radio station, the um, Quiet Storm. Quiet Storm, Midnight Love, whatever you want to call it. He got it. He got it. Yeah. Um, it was it was one of the most shocking things because up until we, we, we were in a program, um, our master's program, our business school program was online and we didn't get to see each other very often. So we did, we were paired together for a project and we get on video chat together on Skype and he pops up and he starts talking and I was just like, oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I've referred to him as the voice ever since, but um, hopefully he says he says it sounds like he dropped. Um, uh, so we'll try to get him back. Uh, um, yeah, we'll get him back. Um, all right. Before we get into the show, um, we always talk about what we've been watching. Devin, I have a surprise for you. I actually watched some anime. I mean, right. good. Finally. Transformers. Oh yeah, that shit was good. I didn't finish it, but it was good. I didn't know it was considered anime until it said Transformers anime, and it had a bunch of Japanese. no because Japanese people understand how to fucking develop a story, mm-hmm. so we can watch it all the yes. way through. It that's much better than so any of the Transformers I appreciate films. It. I've only watched four episodes. It's already better than any of those shitty ass Michael Bay Transformer films that he put out there. Is it on Netflix? It's on, yes, on yeah, it's on Netflix. And it goes off the 85 uh, Transformers or 82, whatever. I don't know, remember. remember it's it started, based on but, Cybertron, uh, which I've been begging them to do in the movie. Like, why the yeah. fuck do all your Transformers? But you can't. Yes, you can't, can. though. You can't. We can at live the time, in Cybertron for a little while. But we, again, they the made time, a movie. They I don't made think a the, Lion King movie with all animals and no people. You whoa, whoa, whoa. Do again, I'm telling box. you. When they started this shit, Brandon, when they started this shit, there's no way they could go to Cybertron. Wow. Like, technology wasn't there. What are you talking Technology about? Technology was... It wouldn't have... It would have been a whole CGI... It would been a whole CGI movie and niggas probably wouldn't have fucked with it. No. Okay, hold, hold, on, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Transformers came Jurassic out in 2007, Park. Devin. Yeah, Jurassic That's Park came out in 1993 and it looked pretty solid for their CGI. It could have happened earlier. Huh, I happened. mean, I... I don't think the, the right people would have been in place to make oh, it happen. Of course, like, you don't trust Mike that's Bay, it. but that's not that's yeah. besides the point. Um, all right, Mike. Who sh- nobody should trust Michael Bay. Mike, what have you been watching? 
Oh, he's coming off mute. Uh, I'm excited about it. Me? I don't think I've been. What have I been watching? Well, you, like, haven't you, been been? Watching, you haven't been watching Ages of Shield, which has been pissing me off. I'm a I few episodes behind because I've been so busy, but I've been watching. You're lucky I love you because if not, you'd be booted off this damn show for not watching my oh, favorite oh. show on television. <laughs> have you watched anything recently, Mike? What'd you watch with Natalie when she was in town? Uh oh! What we I showed, <laughs> I showed I tried to I tried to show Natalie some Marvel movies once that doesn't work it doesn't work for her yeah. she doesn't care asks a lot of questions. Uh, the Rings. No, I did that without her. We did Pirates of the Caribbean with her. That's more her speed. Say that word again. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> right, here's the thing. You're trash. You're trash <laughs> That movie, it's pronounced in the movie. They say Caribbean in real life. They, no, I'm sorry. In the movie, they say Caribbean, and in real life, they say Caribbean. So I don't know what to you say. decided to I'm say. I'm gonna stick both. with. Yeah, I, I didn't intend to, but that's what happened. So <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Caribbean because it sounds cooler to me. But and that's why they used to call you White Mike. That's it. Yeah. You haven't watched no TV, no streaming, nothing. Have you no. read any comic books? No, I'm really behind. I've been games? swamped. Uh, about to on Friday. What do you plan on Friday? Oh, Friday are you, you going to get Ghost? I got Ghost. I'm going to get that. Say about that. I'm going to get that, and then I'm going to get uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's PC version. I'm going to replay it on the PC. I'm why? You, why would you replay it on the PC? It's the same game. It's going to look so much better. All right. I don't uh, have weekends anymore. I don't have weekends anymore. Yeah, I can't I watch this much. You've been at the shop. We'll get to your your white news in a second. Um, Gavin, <laughs> what have you been watching? What's what's going on anime over the past week? Uh, I did watch Transformers a little bit. I um, finished watching Harley Quinn. Yo, shout out to one oh, of my friends. Great show. Told me. Yeah. How'd you like uh, it? Shot- it was good, man. It was good. Like I just didn't know because like I got I got HBO Max through Hulu, didn't know I could download the HBO Max app and have, because it looks way better on the app than it does through Hulu. Because I was like, y'all were talking about Doom Patrol and all that shit. I'm like, why the fuck can I access this through fucking Hulu? And I got the app and everything's great. So I'll probably watch Doom Patrol season two uh, coming up really soon. Um, Elmo, I've been watching Elmo. I can't get all the way through the first one. I'm trying, but I can't. watch Elmo. Elmo Elmo has a, a late night show. I mean, a not too late show, and it's cute as shit, and I fucking like it. Um, I've been watching the Jetsons, uh, cause that's like, just fire. Like, is there a new Jetsons or the Jetsons from when I was a kid? From from when I was from when you were a kid, it's yeah. fucking everything. Uh, George is a yeah. You want to watch it through a, a twenty twenty lens? George would have voted for Trump. Oh, all all day, every day, he would have voted for Trump. George would have voted for Trump. Uh, Jane ain't shit, ain't never been shit, probably ain't fucking for shit. Uh, you know, her little little button, her little button pushing exercises, and that's all the bitch do? Fuck her. Judy was a whole thought bop, and uh, when Mr. Spacey came over the first time, uh, Mr. Spacey was trying to fuck that bitch. I was like, oh no, not not the little right. Judy. The only good person to justice is Astro. No, it's Rosie, goddammit. Oh, and Rosie is, is a whole goddamn... Big Mama. She she is Nana. She's Big Mama. She's everybody in New Orleans nanny. And it feels bad. Astro don't even come into like episode five 
Like, shit's crazy. I didn't I realize mean, I it didn't. was in the 60s. I thought it was in my time, but it's a little no, bit. That's early. before your time. Yeah. You ain't that old. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, Hannah Barbera got fire shit. Like, I mean, even though, Mike, like, have Fred you ever heard of the Jetsons? Yes, I've heard of the Jetsons and the Flintstones. Have you seen and... the Jetsons before? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually not the movie, not the movie, but the, the action. Flintstones meet the Jetsons. Have you seen? That? Yeah, I've seen that too. No, you have that fire. Too. Get out of here. It's fire. That's what's fire movie though. When I was a kid, I know what Hanna Barbera is. She's Johnny Bravo. Uh, oh, boo, boo. Johnny Bravo. You would never late, say late, yeah. Late. You would never We're say about yeah. That's from when I was a kid. Snagglepuss. Best Hanna Barbera is Snagglepuss. He's the best. It's not. Hands down, Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss is the best. My generation of Hanna Barbera was Scooby Doo. It was that no, bear. Scooby Doo came out name? in the '60s. Yeah, you probably yeah. saw. Yeah, did you see a pup names? Yeah, they had a bunch of new Scooby Doo's. They had a pup named Scooby Doo. No, that was after. I saw the original. Remember they had the Scooby Doo show I where thought... they would have the guests and they would go meet like real celebrities. Like Don yeah, Knox they had Batman in the Harley. They call him Joe. They had Batman yeah. and Robin. Yeah, Batman Harley and Robin. Harley were in all kind of shit when we were kids. It was Adam West. They had um, they had Johnny Bravo. That was my time, though. I guess. I guess you guys don't like Johnny Bravo. I don't Cat, like Johnny that one's chicken. Terrible, I mean, he was just he was just hella. Lit. Yeah. I mean, it's just that was one of Elvis for some reason. Hair, right. For some reason, that was He's one of the ones my dad hates cartoons. But he would watch that with me. Charmaine, what have you been watching? My dad likes Looney Tunes. Um, well, because I am doing fourteen different jobs right now, I don't. I haven't really been watching too many things. But um, I I watched. Uh, I rewatched um, Pose. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. And um, and got my life there. I watched Legendary um on HBO and um. Yeah, but I haven't been able to watch that much because I've been I've been working so much. I've been so busy. Have but, you um, read anything since you work at a comic book store? Dude, you know I barely cracked a book since I started working at because because again I have a day job, I have the weekend job, I have my podcasts, all of the fifty nine podcasts I do, and now I'm mm. making masks. So and I'm building a business here with Byron. So. I I have barely got a chance to read. I got some right here in front of me though that I um that we're gonna be offering at Gulf Coast um that I'm gonna be reading this week. I just okay, haven't had okay. a chance to crack them yet. But oh, see you can't see it because it's a, because of my thing. But trust me, I got some books to read. Um, I've stayed up on all my polls. <laughs> Charmaine's too I'm good just, of a uh, person. See, I tried to tell Charmaine if she was smart, what she would have done. Was made MAGA mask and sold them all to all the racist people in the country and been I ain't rich. I'm trying to make my money that way. And been rich. Rich. You'd have been rich. Bro, see, this is how you know Trump you, is stupid. This is how you know Trump is stupid. He'd been fighting he the mask do. thing all this he whole had time. To do. If he would have came out and said, you know, I'm going to sell MAGA masks, all his dumb followers all would have he had to do. followers, and we would have all Bro. been much safer. He would have made money and we would have been safer. <laughs> it's so stupid. I, it's I am going to be selling Gulf Coast Cosmos mask here pretty shortly. So there you go. You know, y'all don't even be understanding. Like I be having to keep a cool, calm, collected composure on this fucking aircraft when these motherfuckers and groups and droves come on with these Trump masks, <laughs> and they fucking look in your eyeballs like you like they want a reaction. Like 
<laughs> well, we yeah. do have a Trump yeah. segment coming up uh, before we get into the articles because I just have to talk about this. Uh, Byron, so you're new to the show. So one of the things we do before we get into the news is we ask everybody what they've been reading, watching, or playing. So is there any shows you've been watching recently that you would like to talk about? Ooh, um, yeah. There's um, a show, uh, I May Destroy You. I don't on, like watch that um, one. It's on, yeah, it's on HBO. It's amazing, it, Byron. It's amazing. It's yeah, it is. Could, it's better than Insecure could ever be. Um, it's real. It's raw. Why are you cutting him off? What people, why didn't you say this shit? You when talk you're, about, you're talking shit. Oh no, no, but he he got it. But I'm saying it's it's the best shit ever, and I'm and I'm I'm done. <laughs> Go ahead, Byron. Is he always this high? Yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, the uh, the other show that I've been watching is P Valley. Yes, I've been trying yeah. to get to P Valley. How do you like it? Okay, so uh, one of my favorite all-time directors and producers, uh, Patrick Ian Polk, is uh, co-executive producing the show. So I automatically like it, and uh, it's smart, well written, um, and. There's a lot of stuff in there that I wasn't expecting, but I was like, okay, I'll ride with it. Um, just because uh, it is necessary for the show in order for people to actually like under, fully understand the situation of, of the whole, you know, setup. Good show. Uh, thing that I am reading, writing the shit, the only thing that I've been reading right now is like applications and whatnot, so. Great. Um, Okay, if that counts, uh, then I've been reading a lot of those, too. <laughs> yeah, so uh, application. Uh, comic books, uh, the most recent comic books that I've been reading are from Concrete Comics. Uh, they have uh, three, uh, their first issue of their uh, first three comics uh, that are out. I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but they are. I got them right here. Hold on. I sent, uh, yeah, I sent Charmaine copies uh, uh so that she could have some, so she wouldn't be jealous and, you know, trying to jack me for my. I know that, you can't see them, but they're kind of they're kind of here. One's called yeah. Acolyte. Acolyte. One's called Odina. Odina. And one's uh, absolver. The absolver, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 what's been occupying me right about now. Oh, my cousin came out with a new album, but I ain't had a chance to listen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't plug it if it's trash. No offense. Hot <laughs> fire, it. son. It's hot fire in the street, yo. Don't nobody in my family put out trash. No. It's hot fire, yo. It's hot fire. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking around. Uh, all right, I got a whole list. So, um, I finished watching Twelve Monkeys, the show. Um, mm. I had watched the first three seasons and never watched the fourth season, but I started to watch it back from the beginning, and that show is incredible. Um, episode nine of the fourth season called One More Minute is literally one of the best episodes of television I've seen. It's just, it's so riveting and crazy. It's like, it's just really, 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 really well done show. Um, so that was really good. Um, obviously I've been watching Ages of Shield. We got two weeks left till my favorite show ends. Um, next week is a two part episode for the finale of the, sh the series finale of the show. It's a two-part mm -hmm. episode next week, so we are in the... I got two episodes to catch up on. We're in the um, penultimate episode this week, comes on tonight. We still haven't seen Fitz all season. 
Um, so it's kind of worrying me, like what the hell's going on with Fitz. So we only got two weeks left, so something's going to have to happen with that. Um, I'm glad basketball's back. Uh, I've been watching a lot of basketball. Uh, NBA is so great. They did Luca! They did a Luca! job. Fuck Luca. They've been a wonderful job of doing the TV experience so that it feels natural. It, you know, it feels, you know. It looks it, normal. It, it looks, looks normal, normal shit. But it, you know, it sounds normal, but it also feels like you're watching like an AAU tournament, which is just kind of cool to see like these uber athletic, high class, like the highest athletes in the world just doing like playing an AAU tournament, but they still like going hard at each other. It's great. So. Can't you think Lakers gonna win, or you think Clips gonna win? You think Lakers and Clippers gonna win? Because uh, y'all took it. Why would I want the Lakers to win? I'm, I'm just saying, who you think Lakers gonna Clippers? I'm just saying, you think I don't think win? the Lakers are gonna make it to the Clippers? How about that? Oh shit, that was hot. That was a hot take. Ooh. I don't think the Lakers are gonna make it to the Clippers. Um, All right, now I ain't so watching a lot of basketball. Uh, I think what's next for me, as far as TV goes, is I'm either gonna do Umbrella Academy or Stranger Things. I haven't decided which one. You haven't watched any. You you watched Umbrella Academy with me last. No, like, I didn't. No, I didn't like Umbrella Academy. You, hold Yo, on, you didn't Brandon. like it. first season. I, I I mean it, it was it was way too slow for me. I mean it's, I'm sure if I read the books it'd be different, which I didn't. I'll say that now. But I watched it with Big Mike actually, and we both kind of were just not really into it. We watched a lot of episodes of it, and we just never really. It never clicked. If you don't watch it to the end, Mike, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. So it's I mean, not did gonna, you like the first season? season? I only watched part of it because it's not that I wasn't kind of interested, but I was kind of interested. Gotcha. Right. Like, but again, like, you got to get to the end of the season. It was, it's good. Brandon, you watched it with take me. 12 episodes until they impress you. Correct. Well, You're correct. The shield correct. took a while. Yeah, I, I feel the same way, sir. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it just got boring. It got I boring. I mean, for me, it's for a six-episode arc. You got to give them six episodes because that's about when I feel people are starting to feel who their characters are. For me, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, I started to watch it, and then I fell off, and then in the second or third season, I started to watch it again. Third season is what I got into. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was the same. The first season was really, really slow until the Hydra thing happened, and then it was really good. And then the second season was pretty good, and then from the third season on, it's been unbelievable. So... So but my even favorite if was you go back so to the beginning and rewatch so it in context, now it's, it's even better. It feels yes. good, like it because they were building things that you didn't realize weren't, weren't going to pay off. But it's seven. Like it's like seven kids, right, or six kids, right? It's six individual so, so stories. Talking about Age of Shield, Devin. Talking about Age. I'm just saying, even like Umbrella Academy, like it's six different people, so it takes a time to build that story arc because you it. have to. And that's fair. But you have you gotta, to at least give us a dose yes. of, of the family unit as a whole and, and like understand their in. dynamic and stuff. And then as you split them off, which I know that they were doing, um, it, it seems like they were splitting them off in the order that you want. they wanted you to care about them. So right, when you right, ended right. up in, a, in an episode where it was somebody that they haven't paid that much mind to, it was just <clears> like... What am I doing here, bro? Like, I agree. How, I agree. It's I like Star Girl, right? So, Star Girl was a show that people were going to be skeptical about going into. So, what does Star Girl do? It starts the first episode off with a fucking bang, with a big ass Justice Society of the uh, Justice Society of America fight, where a bunch of people get killed, and then that gets you hooked in, and then you get to know the characters, and then it gives you action and it weaves you through. And that's one of the other things I was watching. That show is 
fantastic. There's only a few episodes left of that. If anybody can get a chance to watch that, if you were skeptical of it, it's actually really, 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 really good. Um, and then also Doom Patrol is, I said this on some other show that I was on, uh, but Doom Patrol is the best live action thing DC's ever put out. It's better than any of the Nolan movies. It's better than Doom any, Patrol is so good. It's better than it's any so of the DCEU movies. It's the best thing DC's ever put out live action. It's incredible. Better than any of the movies? Oh yeah, was way better. Well, for DC, for DC. So, no, no, hold on. Let's get Brian's opinion on this. What DC movie is good for for? They got DC some good movie movies. Birds of Prey was good. Shazam. Uh, yeah, I like, yeah, I like Birds of Prey. Shazam was good. You like Shazam? We saw that yeah. together, Devin. Shazam did, was really did. good. See, Mike likes Aquaman. Go. I didn't fuck with Aquaman. That's two. Like, that's two out of how many? Well, the rest of the movies. <laughs> I love Aquaman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was good besides the third act, which was terrible. The third act. Was the third good. act. The only... I was like, they just threw some stuff together that's and said, "Period." Yeah. On the end of that. that that's the end of the part that's of Wonder terrible. Woman that was good was No Man's Land. Everything else was just. That's it. Hot. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you, Charmaine. I'm the with rest you. of the movie wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. No Man's Land was Have great. Have you seen the trailer for 84, though, where she uses the fucking lasso of truth it's gonna be good. to monkey bar lightning? No. That's right. <laughs> no. You know, you know Wonder Woman can do shit like what? that, right? I don't care. It's <laughs> not a character that I can vibe well, with. You are, you're want... biased against Wonder Woman. We already know this. I we want to like her bias. so much, and I think conceptually she could be great, but her origin and the reason why she exists fucking sucks, and I can't get past it because I hold a grudge. I know you do. And this I and know. this creator is Polly, and he messes up Polly for me, and I'm really upset about it. Yeah. I'm trying to love her, but then they made that dumb movie, and now I can't love her, so I don't know, what to, I don't know what to do. <laughs> this movie, well, the last movie had a lot of influence from Zack Snyder. Um, yeah. True. This one does not. They gave Patty Jenkins full reign to do what she wanted to do. So I expect this movie to not fall apart in the third act at all. You mm -hmm. can tell Zack Snyder had a lot of influence in that third act because of the coloring of that of that light of the filter. Yeah, that yeah, was a total absolutely Zack right. Filter yeah, and that third act. So, um, and just the oh, what? So yeah, the, but yo, yeah. I'm saying Doom okay. Patrol is better than Dark Knight in all those movies too. Like Doom Patrol is the best thing DC's ever put out. Really. It's the I best. mean, I only got through like four episodes. So. So Yo, you, it's so good. Uh, right? I don't know about the Dark Knight. I, mean, I don't know about that. I am about DC. Mike, you're I biased towards Batman, DC. so you don't count either. Yeah, but that's like one of the best movies of all time. No, it's obviously. not. You're talking about the Dark Knight is the Dark, Dark okay, Knight. The Dark Knight is a very good movie. Yes, it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. It's not better than Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Because here's the thing about the Dark Knight, right? That's not actually Batman in the Dark Knight, right? That's not the Batman character. That is a police officer with a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> That's who knows Batman is. A police officer with a mask on. That's I love those movies, but that's not Batman. The reason why I love Doom Patrol so much is because it builds these characters and then it makes you care about these characters. And then mm -hmm. it develops those characters. And every character on the show has is fully fleshed out. It has a story and has something for you to care about them about. And watch it though. Huh? I have to be reminded to watch it though. It's like on, it's, it's not like Agents of Shield where I just want to burn through it. Oh yeah. No, but uh, yeah. Because they're long episodes. Like they're it's a it's 
it's it's yes, actually it's like I mean the story school, good. I can watch movies for ten hours straight. That is not a problem. Oh, so, for so, me. so I need to oh, be interested. So you're though. pro. So you're pro four hour Snyder cut. Fuck no! I don't want to see anything that man ever does. No, ever. no. No, no, six hours. Six hours. No, it changed. It changed. It's supposed to be three hours and forty-five minutes. It got announced this week. I used to watch every Uh, every month. I used to watch from start to finish the chronological cut of Godfather, the saga, not not the movie, the three movies. I've never seen Godfather. Motherfucker, we gotta stop. I've Mike never seen any of the Godfather. Seen Godfather. Twenty-five. He don't even know what the Godfather is. He's not twenty-five. Is he? Mike, you're twenty-five now. I thought you were twenty-four. I don't know. I'm twenty-five. I, I know there's a scene where he's like, he's like, you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding, and then I don't know what happened <laughs> before that or after that uh, or even why he said that. Mike. I guess someone paid him a visit, and he wasn't uh. in the mood. Hey, we need to watch the fucking Godfather. But yeah, this is how I am. I can sit and watch the saga straight through, no breaks. So no I breaks. can sit and watch, but you got to keep me in. And Well, what I about Lord of the Rings Extended Edition? I have watched all That's of like those. That's like 12 hours. That's like 12 hours of footage right there. I mean, they're, like, is it my most favorite movies on the planet? No, but can I sit through uh, them? Yes. So, Me and my girlfriend watched Hamilton. Uh, we watched it in two parts because no, yeah, we were we're both. Yeah, that was this play though. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Rashani and I started a new podcast called Hindsight, where we go back and we watch. We have theme months and we watch movies based on those themes. Um. And so the I wasn't aware of this. What? When did this happen? It started last <laughs> two weeks ago. So it is up on iTunes right now, sir. So the first oh. month's theme is Devin. 90s. Me and you have been slack. The first month theme is nineties. I'm living nineties black hood movies. So the first week we did <laughs> Above the Rim, which was terrible, and Kylie Watson is horrible and a terrible basketball player. Um, then, oh, by the way, Dwayne Martin was three years younger than the actress that played his mama on that movie, which is ridiculous. <laughs> because um, black, just um, do not crack. Then we watched Menace Society. Menace Society has no positive characters except Jada Pinkett's character in the whole film. Everyone <laughs> is horrible Trash. in that film. Um, and I'm not just talking about because they're gangsters. I mean, they're just terrible people. Um, yeah. You're supposed to root for... So the first two films we watched, you're supposed to root for Kyle Lee Watson and you're supposed to root for Kane. And neither one of those people are protagonists. I don't want to root for any of them. I found myself, I didn't root for O-Dog because he's a psycho sociopath. However, Bobby. Lorenz Tate played the shit out of that character. So if you want to watch this film, he was great in there. It's and, actually hard for me to re-watch Minute Society because it reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> of Watts. Of Watts. Yeah, it's it's legit. It's it's like legit. The the people that you see in that movie, I knew those pe- I knew somebody like those people. So it's kind of hard to rewatch that. Uh. I want to, but it's really, it, I haven't watched it in like 10 years. It's really hard. I see my, uh, my dad is commenting on our Facebook live video. Hi, <laughs> <That's laughs> dad. He says, where are you hiding? He's talking to me, everyone. I hope Tooth. you don't take that. As yes, Tube is in the building. Tube is in the building. Get him. <laughs> um, we gave him a shout out. Then uh, this week we're watching Boys in the Hood. So I haven't watched it yet. So my oh, wife good. and I are going to watch that later this week. 
I, I should watch that too. I haven't watched that in a long time. And so Rashani has this whole list. So we have like all these months. So we have like a Martin Lawrence lunch and uh and a superhero month and a Mike Myers month and uh Black Comedy Month and uh and uh just all these different theme months. It's already planned out for like sixteen months or something like that worth of stuff that he already did. So you know he's super. He's Look at it's all about. Yeah, I'm about to say Rasani so professional because we ain't never ever ever had a good schedule and stuck to it. So Most of I just appreciate. What's that your fault? Uh, I don't mind. My girlfriend's mad about that shit too. She like she says, "Why do you just show up for shit?" I was she like, right. that's just what I've been that's doing right. for my whole life. That's right. I've lost all my weekends pretty much from now until October. So, And so lastly, um, I'm ready for the boys to come back next month. So, Yeah. We've already, we did a review on that, me and the old man. I was going to ask if you, everybody's going to watch the boys. Did you watch the boys season one? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The boys. Oh, yeah. Shit. I mean, I know that it doesn't touch nearly the craziness of the books. It can't. But what they... What they it, they can't they absolutely can't but what they did do was solid and timely I think for that first mm-hmm. season I'm curious to see what goes down on this next one. All right, before we get into the news, uh, the you know the entertainment news. This is kind of entertaining too, but I gotta play this tri- clip from Trump that me and Devin were talking about because this is the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. And plus, with the with the theme song added on top of it, just makes it so much better. Okay, let's oh, just read. We've done 55, it'll be close to 60 million tests. And, you know, there are those that say, you can test too much. You do know that. Who says that? Oh, just read the manuals, read the books. Manuals? Read the books. manuals? Read the books. What books? What testing does? Who does? Sorry, just wait a minute. Let me me explain. When I took over, we didn't even have a test. Now, in all fairness, why would you have a test? No test. The virus didn't exist. Take a look at some of these charts. I'd love to. We're going to look. Let's look. Numerous categories were lower than the world. Lower than the world. Lower than Europe. Right here. Here's case death. You have to go by where we look. Well, look at South Korea, for example. 51 million population, 300 deaths. Oh, but you're not reporting it correctly, Jonathan. I think I am, but... I, I an advanced that theme song makes everything better. Uh, with him. Uh, it's so good. Uh, that was yo, one of the how bad? How bad did you feel for fucking John Swan in that so, whole interview? <laughs> and he was so good. He's so much oh, more professional God. than I could ever be. That I could ever be. Ever. He was coming back at him by also, but also not just being a total asshole where he was going to get kicked out of the White House. Because I'd have been kicked out of the White House. I'd be like, what the fuck he are you said- talking about? When I started, there wasn't even a test. (laughs) No test. You heard him. That's what he said. The charts had these big ass bars. These big yo yo like this big. (laughs) The bars were this big with bright colors. Like Teddy had to write. Why do you have to write that? For a fucking idiot. It's literally for a fucking idiot, and you can tell. The fucking graph is for a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. I understand Americans in general aren't good at math. And most Americans haven't taken any, like, advanced statistics classes and things like that. So a lot of people can't read charts to begin with. But, like, most people don't need, like, a giant bar graph chart to understand. Like, it has, like, a bar that's, like, seven inches long to show, like, how, and then he makes the U.S. one, like, three inches long to be like, look how much bigger it is. <laughs> so you can see oh. how much bigger the bar is. 
man. And then one of them, he points me, goes, look, we're all the way up here. That's a good thing. Here. <laughs> oh. Man, I just had to, I had to pull yeah, up because that was so funny. Oh, God. That was so hilarious. Bravo. Um, all right, let's get to hey. these news stories. Uh, we'll get through these pretty quickly. We'll have a couple of them that takes a little bit of time, but we'll get through these mostly pretty quickly. Um, the Suicide Squad first look is releasing later this month, James Gunn says. Is anybody excited for this? Because I actually am. Don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Y'all can y'all let me know later, and I'll, and I'll circle back around to it, but if I don't give a fuck. See, you different than me. What about you, Charmaine? Uh I didn't watch it the first time around. I no, ended no, no, up no. Watching... Not the old Suicide Squad, the new one. Oh, the James Gunn the one. James Gunn one, yes. They already done filming. So he said okay. the, the trailer, the first trailer is going to be out later this month. I'm more inclined to watch it because I do like James Gunn's work, and I understand he got, you know, canceled temporarily because he made a joke about pedophilia. I've made a joke about pedophilia before. It happens. Um, but I'm looking forward to it because I like his style. Yeah, he's your president wishes he also apologized and yeah, he did. Was, he he's owned, not he a terrible it. person, so I mean, the president he's wishes a, a, pedophil- a pedophile, a pedophile, oh, yeah. Gislaine. Well, so. yeah, Gislaine is. We, I wish her well, I just wish her well in everything. Wait. Uh, and, and I just wish her well. Yeah, her name is no, Gislaine. it's G Lane. Is this Gis Lane? It's G Lane, Gislaine. Oh, yeah. Goodness gracious, people! Like seriously, I can't. That's right. Yeah. That's right. How... Yeah, um, that's where we're at. That's Mike, where we're at. Did you hear this? That's so right. a lot of people don't know this, but um, for the last twenty-five years in the comic books, or more than that, actually, almost thirty years. No, more than thirty, almost forty years uh, since nineteen eighty-three. Um, Hawkeye has been death in the comic books. A lot of people don't know that. Um, mm-hmm. And so, if you watch, if you read some of the comic books, like he doesn't like working with he 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 has hearing aids or he reads lips, and so he doesn't like working with Spider Man because he can't see what the fuck Spider Man's saying. <laughs> so he'll always complain right. about that, right? So, uh, but you never know. They don't talk about that really in the movies or anything like that. But if you watch the clip, they just had a clip of the new Avengers video game that's coming out next month, and in the video game, he had the hearing aids. In his ear, so it looks like you're gonna get some deaf representation of. Hawkeye. So you telling me that Hawkeye is pretty much uh, Daredevil now? He's not. Oh, Daredevil's blind. My bad. Daredevil's blind. We got handicap. We got handicaps. We got we got handicaps in Marvel now. Differently yeah. able. What do you mean now? There has always been differently able characters. You you have heard of he Professor know. X, right? I mean, I mean, okay. Can you not bring up Professor X in the podcast? I know, I know you hate it. I know, I know, I know. Positive attention on this show, okay? No positive. I understand, (laughs) but all I'm saying is this fool just said. Now and we now. have now. able characters. But like, like he's his entire life. But he is a terrible person. Death I know he's terrible, a terrible person. So I don't know why you. But but what I'm saying is like, <laughs> Professor X is Professor X though. Like so, like what are you saying? You, what I'm saying is like if you meet somebody uh, and you like you don't even look at their handicap. You don't even look at their hand. Listen, you don't look at his handicap. His handicap is not a handicap. It's a benefit. He just gets it yeah. easier. It's a benefit. Oh hey, my gosh. He he he. See, you can have me on this show with you being problematic as hell and me getting you. some of that stink on me. I'm trying you. to no, do a business. Views, I'm trying to. The views of I'm everybody else in the show does not reflect the views of Devin. 
Also, I think they're gonna make him death on the. I think they're gonna make him death on the Hawkeye show too. Which it actually makes him a more developed character, like a more well-rounded character, because otherwise, like. How he go death? I don't know. How he go death? I need to know. So he had like one of his bomb arrows like blew up or something around him and it like the sound messed up his ears. So there was there was like after there was after there was issues after where he was dealing with the, the blew up arrow and no, shit. In the comic books, he's deaf. There was issues about that, or he just always been. Are you I don't know. Issues I'm as in comic book issues. Or well, yeah, he can't be yeah. born that way, Devin. He can't be born that way. He wasn't born that way, no, Michael. I didn't meet him that way. way. Hey, you That's know. the question. No, he wasn't born that way. He I became. didn't meet him that way. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, Speaking of uh, I, differently able comic book characters, everyone is. So there was a comment made by the people making the third Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland that there's going to be a partnership in the movie that everyone is going to be very happy with. Everyone thinks it's going to be Daredevil and Tom Holland. Daredevil's it. We I don't think Daredevil it's actually going to be. Uh, any, any character well, that was so, on the Netflix show, I don't think they're going to make We're it. not seeing any of those characters uh, anytime. So I think it's even a lot of people like a were speculating. Even use them. Yeah. It's only two. So the time is up. Uh, but a lot of people were speculating that what's going to happen is because everyone knows his identity now, what's going to happen is he's going to have Daredevil wear the suit. While Tom Holland, I mean Peter Parker, is running around doing his thing, to dis- that's not uh, what's going to happen. You know, See, that is fan fiction. That's what happened in the book. Listen, that's fan fiction. That ain't happening. If, if one of my ghost friends, even you, Mike, have to know you can never pull. But it happened in the books as anything to do with what happens in the But I movies. want it to happen. I, I want all it. of us want a lot of things. This is why see, see Charmaine disagrees with me with this, but I've heard a lot of people make this point and I agree. This is why Disney saying the extended Star Wars universe is not canon is a good thing. And the reason why it's a good thing is because there's so many stories in the extended universe that a bunch of different right. segments of the fan base really like. And so a bunch of different segments of the fan base like those things, and when the characters that they like aren't like those things, then they immediately shit on the movie. And when you and DC has this problem too, when you have all these different versions of Superman and Batman, and then people go, I like Injustice Superman. Why can't we have Injustice? And then Zack Snyder goes, I'm going to make Injustice. And then you get a bunch of Snyder fans who don't want to look at anything else because they want to see Injustice, which I think Injustice would be great. But what I'm saying is that they need to still have the movies. They just have them encapsulated in these things. If it's extended universe, then it's extended universe, and you have that thing. But it's too much in the extended universe because the extended universe isn't one thing. Sure, but in terms of Star Wars, alternate universe. No, it's just what the fans created outside of Lucas. But the thing is that there was stuff that Lucas had co-signed on. Anything that's written by, like, Timothy Zahn and stuff like that in terms of the Star Wars universe, that shit is so fucking solid that they did not need to fuck with it. If giving us this branch of Star Wars, whatever the fuck, changing Luke the way that they did and all that kind of stuff, if they just used used the um, Heir to the Empire trilogy... See, here comes her we Star we Wars nerd. We wouldn't comes. be mad. That's here all comes. I'm saying. Charmaine is a Luke Skywalker apologist, by the way. I don't give a fuck about 
Luke Skywalker. So, Luke Skywalker is dumb as shit to me, but he has particular things that are very hard. Oh, for a particular set of skills? Yes, white yeah, privilege. Yeah, he does. Super white privilege. Super white privilege. Okay. I don't like Luke. Luke is my... He would have never is, killed his nephew. He would have never tried to kill his nephew. That is one of the biggest problems with uh, the like character. like he tried to kill Luke? his daddy? That's Ooh. different. He was oh, trying to save his dad first. Oh, he was trying to save his dad first. Okay, okay. Like he kissed his sister. Luke is the worst character in Star Wars. Like, yeah, he, no, kissed he, his, like he kissed his sister? Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that just goes to show you And he was so happy about it. The best part of this episode is going to be about my man Byron saying yuck. That is the best part of this episode by far. That's the best part. So, Byron, you missed all this when when the internet's dropped you, but Devin went on for about five minutes about how in love with he he is with your voice. Yeah, you need to do voiceover work for money. We got to get you voiceover work. We got to get you some work, bro. Like, we want you to be famous in these streets because, like, if, okay, if well, John Lantern... Send y'all my voiceover profile because I do have one. And oh. I'm going to just, like, just shave y'all That's off, like, 5 to 15% off the top. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? I don't need uh, that. Hey, I just want to say I know you. I'll, I know that. Yeah, I'm going to say... say I'm going to say, he Green Lantern now, he Black Panther now, he, he fucking <laughs> Static Shock. I don't give a fuck how many black characters you is, long as you're somebody. He, he could do it. He could do it. Brother um, Voodoo. Eddie Murphy style. Do every Brother character Voodoo. in I'll one Brother thing. Voodoo. Brother Voodoo. That's that would be fun. Um, all right. Uh, Mulan to premiere on Disney Plus. Um, that's going to be- For $30. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Hold on. What now? Excuse me? So this is what's so, so my favorite money. person, one of my favorite people ever, Heather Antos, actually tweeted about this. She started a debate on Twitter uh, as if to, if to the people thought that releasing the movie on Disney Plus, a subscription service that you already pay for, for thirty dollars, if that was appropriate or yes, not, it is. and it started a whole thing. It is smart. She was. I don't know if she took a side. Here's why it's smart. This movie is not. This movie's target audience is not the single. 29 year old adult who lives by themselves, right? The single 29 year old adult may see it and that's fine, but that's not who the target audience is for. The target audience is for the family who was going to go the mom and dad or the mom or the dad with the two kids or the three kids that's going to take them I don't to know. the movie theater. This it's one isn't a remake. It's, my, it's, my it's not an it's exact his, remake. I think. Mike, it's a Disney for... movie. No, no, no. Hold on, Mike. It's a Disney yeah. movie. All Disney movies no, are the target audience is family. It's family. And family, so yeah. if you take a family of four to see an IMAX film, you're paying $60. Mm-hmm. Then you're buying popcorn and drinks. You're paying $100 to take your family of and four And a lot of people that. said that. A lot of people in the Twitter thread said that. They were like, That's, yes. I, I, we go like four people. Five. I mean, I, also, every time a big movie comes out. Also, what's not reported, Mike, is that as long as you have Disney Plus, you can keep rewatching this. It's not a rental. Right. Right, it's, it's not a, a rental. It's a yeah. rental as long as you have Disney Plus. So if I buy it for thirty dollars and I watch it now, I can watch it again in two weeks. I can watch it again in a month. I can watch it again in six months. That is a steal. All it's movies I don't think will be model, priced at this. Model. I don't think all the movies yeah. will be priced at this. I think this movie. Is but this movie deserves to be priced at this, though, because it's important to a lot of people. Um, all I'm saying is that it's. If Mulan doesn't give birth on the battlefield to intimidate her enemies, then it's not the real story. Ooh. Oh shit! Hold on, come come Ooh. again. 
The real life Mulan gave birth on the battlefield and intimidated her enemies. Charlene Ooh. thinks that Disney put a baby? show a live birth on a battlefield. <laughs> Disney Ooh. is not going to do that. I know. I know. Disney gave us a talking dragon and a boyfriend. That's not how it went down in the real life. No, but that's not what they're doing. Mushu yeah. God. Is There's no I know, song. No Mushu. How do you know about Mulan, Mike? He came out in Natalie. Now that's the movie we watched. Natalie loves Mulan and Pocahontas. I don't like Pocahontas, though, to be honest. With you. It's okay First not of all, to like Pocahontas that, uh, because. Disney I'm from Virginia. Way she do, but let's go, Virginia. Also, uh, Disney Plus has <laughs> sixty and a half million subscribers, which is you goddamn right. Pretty damn. Hamilton, Hamilton, fucking did. And by the way, they got sixty million subscribers, and all their good shit besides the Mandalorian hasn't even come out yet. You still got Falcon and Winter Soldier. You still got Loki. You still got all this shit to come up. That's going to be coming out. So this is only. Gonna but be Brandon, good. Brandon, what are you talking about? Black is King came out. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that yet. Get it together. I didn't yeah. either, what? But, uh, yeah, I didn't what? Watch, watch everything either. right away. I know. I usually do. I'll probably get to that this week. See, uh, Listen, how do you have me on this show? This is a good story, and this is—I would have had the story anyway, but I'm glad you're on for this story, Charmaine. Uh, Lily Wachowski confirms that the Matrix was always meant to be a trans story. Did y'all know that? Hold on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, time out. What the fuck are we talking about? I need, please, I need. Please do not be problematic, okay. Devin. I try, I try. I don't know. I need, no. So hard. So the, I need some education. So That's what I'm asking okay. for. The directors the of The Matrix used to be the Wachowski brothers. And the Wachowski now, siblings. Now yeah. they are the and Wachowski sisters. sisters. It's Lana so and Lily. Both, both are trans. Yeah. Yes. Lana, Lana was the first to transition. Yes, yep. I believe, and then Lily transitioned later. Yeah, but both of them struggled, as you yes. do, with you know, with, with gender existing identity. in their body yeah. and and their gender yeah. identity. So most of what they ever did, most of the stories they ever men, tell, yeah. were laced with the struggles that they had. And if you watch, I actually, out. I actually rewatched The Matrix last week, and you can absolutely tell that that's part of what it was. In 2020 eyes, you can absolutely tell. So Lily in an interview with uh, Netflix Film Club has opened up about how The Matrix has all was always meant to be a trans story. She says that while that was the intention, it was difficult to make it explicit, adding that the corporate world wasn't ready for a mainstream action sci-fi with a trans story, which is true in 2000 mm-hmm. or 1999, whatever that was. However, uh, I've Lily never seen and- The Matrix either. What? Hold on, what? I know you're young, but God Where damn. Where are you finding this baby? What? He's I was five. Baby. I was four. Mike, okay. I was four. I about? understand, but it's Keanu Reeves. We talk about him every time we get together. Mike, I wasn't alive to see. I wasn't alive to see coffee, but I've seen coffee. <laughs> I've seen Petey Weestraw and Superfly. I've seen Petey Weestraw and Superfly. I don't I know need, what those are. I need are. you to come live with me so that I can educate you in cinema for a right. little while and get you up to speed. The end, you know, help with the whole mix thing. We'll I wasn't alive for Blazing Saddles, there. but I saw that, Mike. The Sheriff's of You gotta use Yo. better examples. No, Ma- he's Mike, using top classic film examples. We're gonna have to get the Mike. We're gonna have to get oh, Mike in man. on some of our hindsight episodes so he can watch some of these great. Oh movies. my god! Oh, Mike, um, so Blazing Saddles will change your life. So Lily goes on to say, "Look at this face about horses." <laughs> <laughs> <It's> about horses. 
There are horses in there. <laughs> However, oh. Lily adds that the theme of the transformation is seen throughout the movie, and it has gone on to inspire trans people, saying that some fans have told her the movie saved their lives. You can read her comments below. I'm glad that people are talking about the Matrix movies with trans with a trans narrative. I love how meaningful those films are to trans people and the way that they come up to me and say, these movies saved my life. When you talk about transformation specifically in the world of science fiction, which is just about imagination and world building and the idea of seeming seemingly impossible becoming possible, that's why it speaks to them so much. I'm grateful we're throwing them a rope to help them along their journey. I'm glad that it has gotten out of that that was the original intention. Uh, but the world, the corporate world, wasn't quite ready for that. Lily adds that for her and Lana, they were speaking about the idea of transformation from a closeted perspective, which is why the original idea for the character of Switch was to have them being a man in the real world but a woman in the Matrix. She says it was a chance for them as filmmakers to put something on the screen that hadn't really been seen before. So that's really dope. And the Matrix 4 is coming out uh, next year. I would also oh, really? like to, to thank uh, the Wachowskis for giving me this little bi girl in high school who didn't understand what the deal was, a scene in the movie Bound that helped break open my whole world. <laughs> okay, okay. Did some, did some I just got, I got a question. So was I supposed to know this the whole time? Would no, I have to be trans to no, know? a lot of people didn't know. Thank you. Know. Yeah, thank you. A lot of okay, people didn't yeah. know this. No, that's not. Okay. But, but wait, I you could to... use it for Devin if you if you weren't if you're not trans, but you were watching it at whatever age you were when the movies came out. One thing you could have pulled from it is 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 even being a member of a diaspora because mm -hmm. these are people yes. that are being pulled from their you know or you know basically enslaved, and then some some break out for freedom. There are levels in at least the original Matrix that speak to any kind of category that isn't necessarily straight white men. Also, if you watch okay, The Matrix, no. it's one of the most diverse big budget films of that time. Like, yes. There's nothing yes, it people is. of color in that film. Just nothing. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, which is dope. Uh, so Seth Rogen, who helps, uh, who's uh, one of the producers on The Boys, is... Um, Doesn't surprise me. He's a producer of a new upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Does that excite either That's any of you? Kawabunga, dude. Uh, right. If they reference the real origin of the Teenage Mutant I still really fucking want to see the real origin of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You, you, I, trying, I, to, you trying to I, see... I love the cartoons growing up. I love... I, I mean, I was a kid. You trying to see Splinter? People getting sliced Splinter. their head off and yeah. all yeah. that yeah. stuff. She want to see... The, yeah. I'm Japanese. I can watch people yes, get slapped, sliced in half. Yeah, yes. She want to see all the Splinter Shredder shit before they get the, the before they even get to the U.S. But and then she, but making the reference to Daredevil, like the ooze and stuff like that. He said he wants to focus like on the turtles being teenagers. Exactly, that'd be That's awesome. Fine. Fine. So we'll Hold on, do do turtles be humping like that though? I don't know if <laughs> don't, the turtles are fucking anyone. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, I just, you know, you said teenagers. You said teenagers to me. I mean, teenagers yeah, get full of hormones. Hormonal. Yeah, for the hormones. Hormonal I think I have one more serious top, semi-serious topic before we get into some of the shit I can talk about. I can laugh at. Um, 
Ryan Reynolds is launching a mentor program to help biopic folks enter the film industry. So basically, he's helping. He's launching a film mentor program to help marginalized people get into the film industry and get jobs and Dope. get their names out there. Uh, black, indigenous, marginalized people of color onto the set of Reynolds' new movie. Uh, so he's basically doing this, and he's going to mentor uh, these people and uh, try to get their name out there. And having somebody with the clout of Ryan Reynolds, you know, can help you get your foot in the door. In the industry, right? Uh, I thought that was the best thing that he could have ever done mm-hmm. uh, with his uh, what do you call it? Influence, yes, mm-hmm. and privilege. The group effort initiative is hoping to offset the power structure of the film industry, in which the majority of workers, particularly those in high-level roles, are white. On Friday, Reynolds tweeted, the group effort initiative is designed to invest in the talent and creativity of any and all underrepresented communities who felt this industry didn't have room for their dreams, uh, along with a video of him furthering explaining the program and a link to its website. In the video and the website's landing page, Reynolds states that the initiative uh, will, be, will be bringing on 10 to 20 trainees who are biopic, B-I-P-O-C, no matter their age, this wide range will hopefully give people of color who have been systematically shut out of the industry the chance to start filmmaking a career. Uh, as Ryan Reynolds points out, it's never too late. This is the interesting part. Um, oh, I passed it. Uh, I think he's paying people, too. Uh, yes, there's a, there's a small stipend. Yeah, each train will be paid and housed out of Reynolds' own yeah. salary. Although the movie yep. details are not yet confirmed and all plans are COVID willing, those interested can register for an email update through the website. Reynolds notes that filming application details will be available soon. So if we got any hey. aspiring film um, people in the film industry, directors, producers, et cetera, uh, when that comes out, apply. Shoot your I shot. mean, I'm glad that they're doing something at the at the mentor level. I think the other thing that needs to be happening that, that is re- – really not happening too much except for being done by organized by black people is that there is so many talented already existing people that are you know at all different levels that aren't getting access and aren't getting jobs and don't necessarily need a mentor program but just need a fucking job Mm -hmm. like I'm glad that Ryan Reynolds is doing a program like this, and I really hope that in mentorship it does increase the amount of people that are coming up. But for the people that are existing, we also need someone with that same level of influence or that higher level of influence that will be bringing those people in that have been in, in the industry for a long time but have always kind of been underrepresented the whole time. And not just Tyler Baird. <laughs> not just Tyler Baird. <laughs> I have a great last story just for Charmaine. I picked this just for her. Uh, but we're not there yet. We're almost there. A few stories left. Uh, this one's for Devin. And I don't know if Charmaine or Byron are familiar with this. I'm sure you're familiar, but this is for me and Devin. And Mike probably has no idea who this character is. Uh, Christopher Maloney's stabler will be different in his return to SVU. Oh, no. Get out of here, yo. Stabler's one of the worst characters this? on television. Why are we doing this shit? Why are we fucking doing this thing? Why the fuck are we terrible. doing this shit, yo? And by the way, I heard that Stabler's getting a spinoff, too. Yo, yeah, he's that, getting his own. It's called Law and Order Organized Crime. Why do we need more Law and Order I'm done. shows, though? I'm, I'm well, they canceled the other two. The only, one that's left, the only one that's left is SVU. Criminal Intent and the regular one is gone. Because I see, I see give you what you need. You know what I mean? So you we can we just for a every split episode. second talk about how Ice-T goes from um, Cop Killer Original to- Gangster? Yeah. Like, how does this man go from that to 
playing a cop on TV. Same, <laughs> way, same way Ice Cube went from No Vaseline to Ride Along. <laughs> you couldn't predict and that. Ice-T <laughs> sell fucking car insurance, you know what I mean? Like, you got to get this car shield because I like to keep my Snoop baby clean. went from you know Murder I mean? Was a Case to doing a show with Martha Stewart. On daytime Martha Stewart is a criminal, man. She bought that action. Man, you know she bought that life. I'm going to quit playing. She'll come knock life. on your door. So we're going to get Black Lives Matter stable? Is that what they're going to do? Hang on. Hang I'm, on. Not, I'm done. Uh, I'm not fucking with you, bro. I don't want it. I like that actor, but I don't cop. want it. He's going to be a woke cop. Stable is a terrible character. I don't want to see woke Stabler cops. Stable beats the shit out of people, arrest them for no reasons, over-aggressive, Terrible. So a cop. Yes. A but he's he's even bad cop. for a cop. I don't think he killed anybody uh that didn't like quote unquote like wasn't shooting at him or whatever. I don't think he just killed mm-hmm. any unarmed people. But oh, as far as like uh abuse, he's he's up there on bad cops yeah. on television. He's pretty mm-hmm. bad. Um I found this to be particularly hilarious. Uh, does anybody know who David Hater is? Say the last name again. Nope. Hater. H a y t e r. Is he is he related to uh fucking Napoleon Dynamite? No. Like Bill is. David oh, Hater was a screenwriter for the X Men movies. Let me tell you what David Hater said. Original X Men movie direct writer David Hater doesn't expect to return for the MCU reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Why you why you out here broadcasting that man's suicide? Why you out here broadcasting that man's suicide? I feel bad for him. What you mean you don't expect a return? What you thought it was? Is he who I have to blame for? Do you know what happens to? Did you think? Uh, Do you know know what happens happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? lightning? Right. Did you think you were gonna get it? Did you think you were gonna get an invite? Did you think you were gonna work on this shit? Did you watch those movies? Why you put out? Why? I had somebody. I had a bunch of people on Twitter the other week talking to me about all oh, these X Men movies aren't as bad as you say. Blah 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 blah. There was one passable X Men film, one first class, and then they X-Men ruined two. it. And then they ruined it with the next movie. The very like the Days X-Men. of Future Past erased everything from first class, made it pointless. And then, I like X Men two. But that's what Days of Future Past does. X Men two, no, that's not what Days of Future Past does. It kind of does. No, because they time. No, think about what they did. No, it's the loop. It's the they started. They happen. rebooted the franchise, right? And then Days of Future Past. Next thing you know, you see Patrick Stewart on there, and it's in the. So they jumped way to the future to then go back in the past, and then erase it again. And then bring on the new people. It's stupid. And somehow all these things are supposed to be tied up because then we saw Hugh Jackman in the new X-Men film in whatever the fuck that apocalypse bullshit was. Fuck them for ruining my favorite comic book characters. I hate it. I'll never get over that. I know that you will forever be upset about this, but do you not remember being, when it first came out, just being excited that there was an X-Men movie? Yeah, I was excited because I was a kid. I didn't know any better. And then I then I went and watched the X Men. And then I went and watched the X Men film, and I said, "Huh? How come everybody's in black suits?" I watched these comic books. I read these comic books. I watched the TV shows. Wolverine wears yellow. Cyclops wears blue. But they didn't make those for comic book fans. They made those for regular ass people. But we still I didn't even see those movies. 
I didn't see those, any of those movies until well after the third one came out. Well, well you wa- weren't even alive. He was alive. He was yeah, well, five. Were you born? Why would I want to see those movies? Why would I want to see Holly Berry with a bad African accent? And then the next movie, the accent's oh, gone. Only for some of them, not, accent. not for all of them. And then the accent's gone. Fuck those films. And then, and then everybody swears up and down. Old Man Wade's always tell me, oh, Logan's such a great film. It's one of the best comic book films of all time. No, it's not. Logan. I hate is, that movie. Logan is a very well done film. It is a horrible Wolverine film. Terrible. It doesn't explain shit. The timeline doesn't add up. I would it's, agree with that. It's, it's a good. It's, it's a Clint good movie, Eastwood with claws. That's what Logan is. Clint Eastwood <laughs> with claws. Fuck them. All right. Um, I wish Reese was on here. We're gonna have her back in the next couple of weeks. But uh, I imagine it's really tough to pull off. An hey, what is Reese doing? No, I, I'm. It's hold Reese. on, hold on. No, Charmaine. I'm not letting you give them the benefit of the doubt. It is not tough to do an X-Men film. But X-Men listen, are the easiest not, films to do. If not for the bad movies that we had that had a lot of buy-in, we wouldn't have gotten to the MCU. We needed those dumbass movies to help get us to the MCU. Blade came out in 1998. It was better than them X-Men movies. That's true. Blade was better. I heard he's a terrible actor to work with. Who's a terrible actor? Wesley Snipes? Oh. Wesley Snipes? He's trying to say that jail. He's talking about. He's not a bad actor. No, he said a yeah. bad person to work with. Oh yeah, like a, I heard he was. A I, I can believe that. I don't know what he I is now. That. If he's even whatever the hell he's doing. I think he been in jail. He 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 good, he good now. He good. He got he got uh-huh. his tool. Um, yeah, boys, cancel culture. Not like that? Ellen though. She Save. By, by the way, Batman Ooh. Returns. Batman Returns came Come out on. eight years before X Men. And that's a much better film than any of those X Men films. Correct. You're and very correct. The original but, Batman hey. was better. 1987 uh, Batman was better. That's so, Michael Keaton was in it. He's from Pittsburgh. Michael Keaton, yes. <laughs> Shout you out what? to Mr. Rogers, yo. Oh, I mean, I guess I understand you referencing Pittsburgh all the time because I do it with Long Beach, but it's really amazing how many things you find that are Pittsburgh related. Like Kurt it don't Angle. matter, Fred oh, Rogers, like, baby. Like Kurt oh, Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. You can never go wrong. Kurt Angle, Mr. Rogers, or uh, whatever, man. Who the fuck you just say? Mike Keaton, Klondike, Mike Heart, Oh, Heart he was the he was one of the best Spider-Man villains. We performed the first heart surgery. We don't care. Open heart. We only care about Ben Carson over here. I don't care with about the, with the, <laughs> with the, with the Ben Carson. With the with the hands. So we got two stories left. <laughs> two stories left. Um, did you guys know they're doing a Save by the Bell reboot? Why? Throw it away! Throw it away! Throw it away! Throw the fucking bullshit away! I mean, that's from my time. That's from my time. And apparently, the Bell reboot is going to be quote edgier. Uh, fuck it, please! Please don't make another show about teenagers. You don't have to reboot a fucking. So, Mr. Bell is fucking the bad bitches at school. Mr. Bell is fucking the bad bitches at school. Of course, you would. That's what you're telling me. I have actually. No, Mr. Belden is not raping the high school students. Did you say Belvedere? Oh, Oh, that's a total. I didn't hear what Mike said. (laughs) You don't know who Mr. Belden is, Mike? No, I said I've actually seen this show before. Isn't he the principal? (laughs) Yes, Yes, he is the principal. principal. And he's always hanging out with the kids. That's a little weird to me, but. Again, you said edgier, so Mr. Belding is fucking one of these teenagers. The baddest bitch in the school. Raping Creed, there's the teenagers. Guy, there's, a, there's a dude, yeah, don't say there's fucking a dude about named teenagers. Creed, there's the a guy named Zach. 
using his girl name using his position to have sex raping a underage not having sex if it's right bro raping oh guys it's called grooming it is yes yes michael it is called grooming michael michael come through come through michael Michael and this is the last uh this is the last uh, article this was uh say specifically for Charmaine. um uh, where is it? Oh, I got bonus I articles articles in the show. Had, oh, we got had, Mike, we got white news with Mike. I had to I had to do um I had to do a little bit of um build up for this. Game of Thrones was great voted as the greatest show of the 21st century. <laughs> oh, come through. Let's go, man. Let's go. Come Ready through go. with it. What you going to say? What you going to say? It show. was it was fine until Seven, which basically season seven, season eight should have been one season. They should have sold all the way the fuck down. They should have paused because Mm -hmm. they needed to pause because those two boys figured figured out, oh, we don't know how to write a story if we don't have existing fucking work to to write off of. They should have fucking paused. And waited till when? That book's still not out. The book's still not out. Well, that's the other part is that they could have stretched out the first book Hell along, they didn't have to go they through could've. each book per season. But in people the weren't going to sit around that long. What do you think? People gonna wait fifteen years to watch this book? You don't even have to do the full fucking season you series. You could have just done Game of Thrones, and then that could have ended. And then a Victor Newman is still kicking y'all. And by the way, I was told. I was told. I was told that the fans hate this film, but apparently, this is a fan poll of the great. This is the greatest television show of the twenty first century. I'm not saying that there wasn't a bunch of stuff that was a fucking amazing about this show. It absolutely was. But what they did in season seven and eight fucked it up for the rest of us. Like, it was so bad. The only thing they gave us was Hodor in season seven. I think that was season seven. And that was hella emotional. Uh, but see, after that, I'm about to discount this poll because this is a pretty yeah. white poll. Let me tell you who's in the top five. You ready for this? I mean, well, Game of Thrones. Let's do it. French. Game of Thrones. Breaking Bad. Bring yeah. bad's awesome. Bring bad's awesome. Really Chernobyl. 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 Really uh, Stranger Things, Doctor Who, and Sherlock. It's all white. people. Where the fuck's the wire? Where's the wire? Oh no, that wasn't the 21st seen... century. That was the 20th century, right? It's all white though. It's all white. It started in the 90s. I think the wire started in. I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, the nine like 94, 95. No, right. I got bonus. The, the chat thing a little it's bit. It's not when that old. It's not ninety four. It's no. It started in two thousand and two. Two thousand. Yeah. Where the fuck oh, is the wire? Shit. How's the yeah, wire not? I got bonus. Hold on, Mike. We're bonus not done yet. We're not done yet. We're not done with this news. So the wire's not in this. <laughs> Seinfeld's not in this. Not in craziness. I hate That's Seinfeld. Crazy. I hate Seinfeld. You're fucking retarded. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. you fucking <laughs> little millennial. You're a little fucking shit, Michael. You talking about Seinfeld's not <laughs> like the best shit ever? I love you though. I do love you. Someone his age is not gonna vibe with it though. It doesn't. It it it's uh, actually too big Mike for what loves it's time. Seinfeld. Because Seinfeld, the, the best shit. Big Who loves Seinfeld? Big Mike. Oh yeah, Mike. Big Mike knows. How old? He's is much Big more Mike mature than Mike. Big Mike is much okay. more mature than Mike. So. I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing him one time, but I didn't know. I don't know how old he is. Um. So yeah. So that's the last episode, Mike. What do you have before we can get out of here? White news. I've already told you. We don't this, have music Brandon. for white news. No, I don't have no music. But, uh, oh, this isn't white news. This is just comic news. They are remaking and re-releasing oh, yeah. the animated movie Batman Under the Red Hood as a choose-your-own ending. 
I saw that. That's it right. You want cool. Jason to live? I was like that too. Jason can live. The trailer. It looks cool. Jason can live this time if you want. You know, like they yeah. did in real life. So a lot of people don't know this. Yeah. In real life, they actually had a poll. They had a vote. And they had to vote to see if Jason lives or dies. And the people wanted his ass to die, so the Joker killed his ass. And that's why Jason Todd died in back in the eighties. Oh. That's getting re released. Um, that's really all I had. I think I had something else I forgot. Vern and I are gonna be releasing a series of special episodes over the next X amount of time. Yeah, Mike's gonna tell a story about Mike's gonna tell a story about Obi Wan Kenobi, Superman, Lex Luthor, the Avengers, and fucking Captain Jack Sparrow all live in the same fucking universe. No. No. I would not have marked. I would not have. That's not how I would have set that up. Fucking do it now. Do it now, Michael. No, do he's it not now. Doing it now. No, he's not. Do it live. Fuck it, do it live. Come yeah. on, Bill. We can't be out here all listen. night. He's not doing it live. Brandon and I, Brandon, should, that was the worst description of what I what I, what, what I have spent many weeks writing that I've ever heard. We, I, was him, I presented it to him in a very concise and organized manner over the phone over like two hours, and he loved it, and it well, makes perfect We don't have two sense. hours now, so I had to concise it down to one sentence. Hey, that, Give he, us he the elevator pitch, bro. The strangest point. But it's essentially the biggest combined universe fictional story. It's fan fiction. That combines elements from all of your favorite outlets into one story that makes perfect sense. That is going to be... I, listen, I know it sounds complex, but it, it, I've, I've written it all out. I have What we're going to do, what I think... We have to still talk about it. But what I want to do is have one episode where we kind of allude to it and tease it. And uh, I, I basically reveal all the information that must be accepted about this world before we actually tell the story. Like, the things that change, you know what I mean? So I'll go through and say, all right, these American cities don't Mike, exist you're anymore. You're inside baseball. You're going too much. Elevator pitch. And then we're going to tell five episodes. Five yes. episodes. Five episodes of this crazy story that Mike came up with because he's bored and he doesn't smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> But it's five episodes, five months, and it's the best of all the of a bunch of different universes. I'm gonna There's I'm gonna, gonna pay cameos. attention, and if There's you like, look up any Star Wars or Marvel characters, I'm gonna come for you because I know no, you're not never, a Marvel never, boy. Never. Do it, I know that you're not entirely a Star Wars boy. I am. I love Star Wars. He claims but, to be uh, a Star Wars how, person. How, how deep in the crates though are we talking? He likes the good stuff, not all the bad stuff like you like. Anyway, all I'll say about it for because Brandon and I have to still kind of iron out. to be a Star Wars nerd. She don't even read the comics, and the comics are fantastic. Fantastic. Comics, I don't fucking have time. I I read the books. The books. The books. I put I put the work in. Timothy Zahn, motherfucker. You ain't read the Vader book that we all read. I even got Devin to read the Vader book. That shit was flames. I read it. I'll read it. I just don't fucking have time until I can quit some of these jobs so that I can start my own <laughs> fucking company right here. See, you Gulf are, Coast. Yeah. Until I'm Gulf at Gulf Coast, Coast Cosmos, Cosmos I am when not going to When y'all come to Houston and y'all come to the store, y'all go see Charmaine at the counter. That's I'll be like, right. I'm hey. catching up. Goddamn. <laughs> when I was writing, when I was writing all of this, 
I was writing it with the intention of the play cousins being the audience because my original plan was just to come have everyone come together from that from our group and do a big. He wanted y'all to all come on here for he can talk to y'all for four hours about this story. I said, Mike, that's not. Going I didn't to realize how long it was going to be, but that was my original plan. So as I was writing it, I had all of you in mind. So I think you're all going to like it. But all I'll say is it's the, there's the major players and the major hitters in the story are going to be. The made you know your favorite characters from all the universes, and then there's going to be cameos from other universes. Just to too much. Throw them in there because I wanted them in there. I'm just not. It's, I'm obviously like my phone. I'm looking at my phone more than I'm paying attention to you. I mean, we uh, the yeah, Lakers lost. We got to get on the topic, written, so we got to wrap right. this up. That's what I tried I've to written to like it up. 40, 44 pages of this, yeah, so this is going to be good. Forty-four pages, bro. Yes, I got maps. Of the different, different the way the villains separate no, the world. I I'm, good. R. R. Martin, I'm so good. What's happening? Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, before we yeah, get out of here, Charmaine. Uh, well, before we, Byron, tell people about Gulf Coast Cosmos Comics before we go. One more time, and where they can find you, and when this all gonna be popping off. And then so when you gonna I, be in the uh, uh, voiceover work? Uh, yeah, in in yeah, in in everywhere. It's huge. It's gonna be gold. Um, our website launches August 15th, which is on Saturday, uh, <laughs> August 15th. Um, our website is www, well, it will be www.gulfcoastcosmos.com. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, uh, at, at GCC Comics. So remember that, at GCC comics. comics. That's two C's and then comics. Anything this man says, I'm hanging on every word. I don't know. I, I just I'm hanging on every word. <laughs> so, so. so, Main, tell the people about what you got going on, Main Hustle Media. All right. So for Main Hustle, uh, we're coming back from hiatus from July and August fourth. Uh, we dropped the first episode of Militantly Mix, and we talked about um, how you have a how you can have a sense of grief when you don't have access to the cultures that you are mixed with and it's a pretty solid episode so i hope y'all check that out uh blurred comics we're actually going to be recording here in a few minutes um and so we'll we'll be talking about black is king and a couple other things gulf coast also um uh black radical queer is is about to go on hiatus i think there's two more episodes left until javia goes on a hiatus for that you can also get some fashionable geek and or culturally I don't know, whatever, masks from masks by Maine, M-A-N-E.com, because I'm making masks now. Um, and what else? And then, of course, all the things that Byron already said about Gulf Coast Cosmos. And then once we are in Houston together and our shop is open, I can quit two of the 15,000 jobs I have and just be working That's with my right. boy. Yeah, as and one, as one right. and we'll be combining our <laughs> production stuff along with our comic stuff and it'll be dope right. and it'll be black as hell and yeah, yeah. Be very excited and sometimes it'll be like japanese it'll be like japanese and now this coming to come i'm taking a picture black. i'm posting up like boom i took a picture here i know these people <laughs> so, all, so that, all that i'll have charmaine send me that information so i can put it in the show notes so you can support yes. um just follow them on Twitter and on social media and also support the fundraiser. Uh, thank you, Byron and Charmaine, for being on here. It was great having Brandon, you. Brandon, you, Brandon, Brandon, shut your mouth and let's let's celebrate you 
and your beautiful wife for owning a home now. Yeah. You guys just bought your first home. Yes. I'm not celebrating until you guys get down here to help me fucking move. That's what that is not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. That's gonna happen. I hope you move. That's I got you. That's gonna happen. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you go subscribe to all of Charmaine's podcasts. Uh, Blurred comics, militantly mixed, black radical queer. I don't think I'm missing any other ones. I think that's. By uh, Furious has been on hiatus for almost a year. <laughs> it, I'll yes. get there one day. I'll be an angry episodes. bisexual again one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and Rashani are doing a new podcast called Hindsight. Go follow that and subscribe to that. Listen to us talk about old movies. Um, like I said, Boys in the Hood is coming up this week, so check that out. And we'll be back next week. I don't. I'm working on a guest. Not sure if it's confirmed yet, but we should have a guest uh, next week. Until then, peace.